1: Hi there, and welcome to Scout the Game Week. Scout the Game Week is Fantasy Football Scouts' weekly podcast brought to you by the Scout Network. In each episode, we'll look back at the game week we have just played to assess what we can learn to help us in the next round of fixtures. I'm Ryan from Football Chatbox. Let's scout the game week. It's still the international break, uh, but game week 9 is fast approaching. Um, To discuss the upcoming game week, I'm joined by FPL Greyhead. How are you doing,
0: mate? Very well, uh, great to be back um, joining you um, and, and just um, I'm trying to get my FPL brain working uh, after the international break, it seems to switched off a bit, but uh, yeah, looking forward to getting back into it this weekend.
1: Indeed, uh, I know I mentioned in the intro, reading it now, that we look back at the previous week, but since it's been the international break, it's been some time, I feel like no one really wants to discuss about Game Week 8 that much, so we're going to go straight into Game Week 9 as well, uh, but Very good. before we get into Game Week 9, how is the season going so far?
0: Um, i think it's solid i think that's the word i would use about my um, my season so far um i'm about the 460k mark so um so i think i'm in a relatively good uh, good position um i think like you i'm gonna wild card in game week 10 so that's going to pretty much determine <laughs> which way the uh, which way the season is, is going to go um i was up to about um i was up to about 250 at one point um, but then I've just been overtaken by some of the people who have gone early with the, um, with the wild card. so now I've got to catch up and hope those United players actually do something this weekend
1: fair enough uh, yeah I, I, yeah for me I'm not well way a bit more way further behind you at 1.7 million uh, but still like you mentioned have a game with 10 wild 10 wildcard uh, to play although I did get rid of all like the United players eventually I still have Onana though um, which is still in my team, and I will start him this week over Turner um, ahead of Sheffield United game. But the rest, I the rest of the team is looking fine for this week. No United attacking assets, and I might be tempted into a punt over there. Um, but we'll really? get to, we'll get to it. Um, and I think that all depends on press conference news and all of that. But we'll get yeah. into that fixture when we come to it. Um, yeah. But let's start with the opening fixture of Game Week 9. Um, so, it's the Merseyside derby this week as Liverpool face Everton. Uh, it looks like Robertson is out for some time with an injury, which means Simika should get some game time. What do you think about those who might be interested in him? Too much of a punt?
0: No, I think he's um, I think again it's it's a, it's a cliche in terms of it's going to be team dependent in terms of how you're going to fit him into your, um, to, your to your structure and whatever kind of uh, fires you've got to fight at but um, in term, when you look at him um, I think he's a he's a he's a good one to look at I mean he's 4.4 4 million um, I was looking back at you know last season how he got on so when he did have his starts I think he had about nine starts he managed about four assists in that time. Um, his fixtures are good, um, obviously coming up, um, and I even saw he managed to get um, an assist um, during the international break as well. So he's, he's, I think he's a, he's a good option. It really just depends on what your, what how you're setting up your team. I think if you've got, if you've putting him into a team where you've got other um, other risks in terms of appearances in your defence, you probably want to steer clear. But if you feel you've got, you know, three good solid starters and you want to join him in then then no issue at all. I think he um he could be good.
1: Fair enough. Um I think especially like if people who still have their wildcard and let's say you're not wildcarding in game week ten as well. There are people yep. who are thinking of like trying to hold in it a bit more further, um closer to like game week sixteen, seventeen before that city blank so that they can like w takes Haaland out and then wildcarding him back in kind of situation. Yeah. Um yep. maybe then you could probably look at Simicas C- I think because then there is the option of like wildcarding him out. And again, I guess yep. if he's like your fourth or fifth defender, I guess it's fine. Uh, Because I'm, yeah. I'm not sure how long Robinson is kind of out for, per se. So no. if. No, we... I, think
0: it, I, think, I think it's been a bit. Uh, the reports haven't really been kind of clear yet. Mm. So I think we'll have to wait until yeah. team news. I mean, obviously, it looked quite. Serious um, initially uh, when yeah. he came off, but um, we we'll have to we we'll have to wait and see. Um, it was particularly disappointing to me because I was doing a draft over the international break, and mm. Robertson was one of my first picks. Ah, so uh, okay. immediately, immediately I was ruined from that point of view. But um, no, so I think I think look at the team news. Um, I think the other advantage is is that obviously he had a kickoff this yeah. weekend as well, so we can see if Simicass is uh, is going to start. Um, I did see one or two things about potentially they might look at Gomez playing mm-hmm. um in that position as well. So yeah, I think look at the um look at the team news. Um and again as you said, depends how far away your wild card is and yep. like I say it just depends on what you've got in, in defense there. Whatever I would I wouldn't do it like I say if you've got other kind of gambles at the mm-hmm. moment. I saw, for example, um uh, flapjack for example he's got um you know Rico Lewis and yeah. he's thinking of bring it to Pepes I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that yeah, I wouldn't yeah, do yeah. that it's too many risks to
1: yeah, fair enough um okay let's move into Salah. now Salah seems to be sorry not Sala but he seems to be the main Liverpool player to own. but apart from him are there any other players who could be good options going forward with some good fixtures coming for Liverpool
0: it's tricky because the fixtures are so good Mm. Um and in previous seasons you would have just kind of overloaded with um yes. kind of Liverpool players but um it's 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 a tricky one um I mean I think there is a lot, a lot of talk about Trent and I mm-hmm. think Trent could be um a good option um I mean he could be the next Trippier if mm. you like so Probably. get on in before the fixtures go um it's still not. He's still not for me kind of showing the form he has done in, in previous mm. seasons. Um, and I think, again, it's, uh, it's an expensive player to bring into your back line, which again kind of disrupts your structure because I think the this season is it's very much around getting the right midfield. Um, That, that seems to be where you're going to win or lose it. So by bringing in one of those kind of bigger defenders, it does mean that you have to look at some of the cheaper options um, elsewhere, particularly if you're going to go Salah as well. Um, I think the the other ones, I think Darwin, <laughs> he's, he's he's I think this Darwin is a real p- barometer in terms of how you play the game. All right. So if you are kind of like someone who likes taking that gamble, take like taking that risk, I think he he looks a an excellent option. Um obviously starts is the issue. Yeah. Um but looking at how many points he's got what, thirty-one points in the last six, I think he's he's up there in terms of his XG um as well. I think he's second in big chances. To Harland, so um, just I mean the, the the so the stats look good. It's just how often he's he's going to start, um, and for me it is a it is one um, it is one to think about um, if you are wild card in this week, yeah, um, potentially next week as well, and it does bring into question the formation because I think if you're mm-hmm. looking at Darwin, you I've, I've seen a couple of managers even if those are wild carded. Last week, start to move towards a 3 4 3, whereas I yes. think everyone before has been going 3 yes, 5 do. 3, 2, 3 5 2 has yeah. been the option. Um, so I think if you're if you're looking at wild in this week, maybe next week, you know, Darwin obviously alongside kind of a Harland. If you go if you're going to stick with Harland and then either kind of Watkins or Alvarez, that's a that's a good front line. So, um, yeah, so yeah, so now no, I think it's want to look at aside from that. No, nothing. I mean, again, it it all starts to become a bit punty because yeah, Diaz really true. hasn't shared any option. Yeah. Gapo has, hasn't really shown anything either. So, yeah, I think those are the ones I would look at.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I agree. Like last, like previous seasons there are like, you know which Liverpool players you want and you go and get them. It's been straightforward. This season with the amount of attacking options that they have, where like Salah is the only nail player and we're just going to yeah. go with him and the rest are all just... Risky, you mentioned David, minutes could be an issue. We don't know when he's going to start. The only time we're certain, like last week, was because there were red cards and injuries and all. And we're like, yes, yeah. he's definitely starting. Yeah. Now, this week, we, we still don't know. Opening kickoff, so might get some information. But then, we still can't be guaranteed even after that whether he's going to continue to start. Um, and then you mentioned Diaz. Jota is another player as well. So, there are options, but... Minutes is a huge question mark on all of those players at this moment.
0: Yeah, there's only too many. It's almost like too many options, mm. um, and I think well, and and that and that's the kind of piece you've got to look at um, when we talk about some of the other teams later on. Um, uh, so many teams have kind of expanded their yeah. squads, which basically means and they're all good options. So um, you just have to either you, either you kind of happy to to take that gamble, or or you like me, risk adverse, because goes nope, I want my solid ninety minute starters, yep. and I'll stick with them.
1: Fair enough. Uh, Okay. Now, from Everton point of view, they haven't been lucky with the points, but the data says they shouldn't have been as poor as the table shows they have been. What do you expect from Everton from this game?
0: Who knows? Is mean, the answer to that one? Who, who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, no, it's it's a it's really interesting one because, like you say, I mean, they got um, they got a decent result um, mm. against uh, against Bournemouth. Um, they beat Brentford the other week, but then they lost to Luton at home. So um, who knows? For me, um, they look a better team, obviously, when Calvin Lewin is back. Mm. Um, so that as soon as he comes back, and you've noticed that over the last couple of games, they they look. Better, they've got a kind of a focal point up front. Um, they actually look like they might score in a game, um, which is uh, which is which is helpful. Uh, so I think he'll make a big difference. Um, and it looks like he's going to be around for for the derby as Mm -hmm. well. So I think that's good. Obviously, it is a derby, um, so they will be up for it. So I can't, I can't see, um them wanting to to lose, I think Dai will want to make sure that he kind of puts in a good performance uh, to keep the fans on side because obviously they've not had the, uh, the the best of starts as well. So he'll have them um, fired up for it uh, alongside that as well. Uh, I'm also intrigued by um by Jack Harrison. I saw he started mm, and yeah. Hall uh, last week as well. So um, I've I've always liked him. Maybe a bit kind of like you know, obviously in his Lee's days he was mm. a bit of a bargain in FPL terms. So. I'm I'm going to keep an eye on him, and if he starts getting some regular starts, then um, I think he could be a he could be a gem as well. So, so yeah, I mean, in, in terms of the game, I think it'll be it'll be a typical derby. I'd imagine it'll be reasonably uh, reasonably tight or There will be there will be goals. I yeah. mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's kind of a one all two all tight game.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I think there, there might be goals, but it's not going to be similar to. I don't think like the volume of goals would be as like the Brighton Liverpool game. Because even though Everton have been poor in terms of getting points, they're still defensively, like, the data kind of backs them up decently to a level. Uh, Attack-in-wise, yes, Calvert-Lewin. It all depends on Calvert-Lewin. If he can get um, injury-free, I think Everton will be fine. But it's the injuries that are the issue. Um, So we'll see what happens. Uh, But yeah, let's move into the City versus Brighton game now. City haven't looked great in the last few weeks without Rodri and neither has Haaland which has given more managers the chance to go against him Um, and also some managers have like transferred him out and all of that but I'm expecting goals in this game. What about you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That I mean, that was the kiss of death. Obviously, yeah. now it'd be nil-nil. Um, but for me, there has to be um, there has to be goals. Uh, I believe Rod Rodri's actually going to be back mm. uh, for the for the game as well. So again, that just makes them um, a different team from that point of view. I was looking at actually how many goals Brighton have con- conceded. I yeah. think they've conceded 16, which is uh, the worst outside the bottom three. Um, so open to concede a lot of goals. Mm. Um, I think City will want to make um, a statement after their loss to Arsenal uh, as well. Yeah, so I I can't see any way that, again, kiss of death, I can't see any way there's not going to be uh, lots of goals um, yeah. in, in this game. Um, just a way that both teams uh, set themselves up. So, uh, yeah, for me, it'd be a brave man who... Uh, if you're if out of Harlan this weekend, yeah. I think this is a weekend to find that massive great sofa and hide behind it.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. You can go only two ways. you either seen a big red or a big green <laughs> out at the end of this. So we'll wait and see. Um, yeah. The next one I want to ask was, like for those on a Game Week 9 wildcard, which mm. players from both teams would you have on? Because Brighton's fixtures turn really good from Game Week 10 onwards, which is why I'm yep. holding as well for Game Week 10. But those who are activating yep. this week... Even though it's City would you still go and get a Brighton player uh on the wildcard or would you have double city as well because the fixtures aren't the best
0: Yeah I mean I, th- I think for me so I'm 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 a chicken so I'm going to keep Haaland so Haaland's done all right okay yeah. he he's in um I've not got the stomach for looking at that each week thinking oh, I'm going to lose a, a massive rank if I, if it goes so I think he's there looking at other city players I mean I've got Alvarez and went mm. early on him. Um, so I've now got a bit of value tied into him. I, I personally think he's a season keeper this year, um, just in terms of the way that he's played. He's still only 7 million. Mm. Uh, and I think without without KDB, he just seems key to everything they are doing. So for, for value, for pound for pound, I don't think you you can really... For me, I've got him, so I'm probably going to keep him. Um, even if I get to, a, when I get to my game week 10 wildcard, I'll, I'll keep him from that point of view. Brighton are interested. Um, Estep- Estepino obviously is injured. Um, so I think for me, he's the one that I'm going to make room for mm. uh, later on. And I think that's the the best way of doing it if you're planning your game week nine. Um, I think other players, Matoma is the obvious one in, in midfield that you'd go for. But again, rotation. That, I mean, similar point I was trying to make. With the Liverpool players, they just have so many attacking options, yeah. Um, and particularly with um, some of the uh, that with the European action, because you can point to um, the fact that they've got. I think they've got Sheffield United and Fulham coming yeah. up, but that game is sandwiched between um, the It'll the be game infectious. against Ajax. Yeah, so uh, that's. For me, that could be Matoma play that one, and then you kind of you rested from that point of view. So for me, I'm probably going to um I'm probably going to steer clear of them and mm-hmm. just accept the fact that there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be a whole some Brighton players, but I think there's gonna be a different one each week. It could be March one week, it could be Fatty, it could be um, you know, it could be Matoma. Mm-hmm. Um it's just it's it's too much of a too much of a risk.
1: Fair enough. Okay. Um then Okay, so we kind of touched on City because you mentioned Alvarez as well as the season keeper. um, Let's move into Chelsea versus Arsenal. Now, another big game this weekend. And looks like Arteta is tired of the leagues and is taking more measures to avoid leagues uh, going out. So even if Saka wasn't fit this week, I won't be surprised if rumours come that he has travelled. Uh, because that's what happened last week as well. So, I mean, yeah, last week. So, if you're on a wildcard this week... How many Arsenal players would you have in your wildcard squad with good fixtures upcoming? I guess this is relevant to game week ten as well because it's not too much of a yeah. difference.
0: Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I think I think that I think they're very much obviously the, they're the ones that um I be I be looking at, and I think there's a there's a couple of obvious obvious options. I mean, I think Saka. Mm. I mean, yeah, I know I know there's injury news and. I mean, as a Spurs fan, Arteta annoys me anyway. But he's even he annoy me even more at the moment of all the kind of a uh, speculation about the um the team news and who's going to start. But I think I think Saka, unless something horrendous happens, mm. he has to be in anyone's um, kind of wild card going forward. Um, in defence, uh, I think it's Gabriel. Is is one bizarrely even after he uh, he upset me so much at the start of the season when I forgot when I wasn't around to take him out of my game week one squad. Um, at his price now, I think he's really good. Um, obviously, they've improved um, from a clean sheet perspective over the last couple of games as well. Uh, I think a lot of the fact that he wasn't playing at start was obviously in C- 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 yeah. um injury. Uh to see what happens to Partey back, whether or not he's um he's still gonna whether or not there's any more movement there, but I think he's a, he's a really good option at that price. So he's definitely one that um I would look look at in defence. Um we should also shouldn't forget about Odegaard. Yes, we always yeah. forget about Odegaard. Every, and let's do the same thing last season. I don't know what he's done to upset uh, the FPL community, but I'm looking back at the point, He's he's got more points a season than Madison. And we're all cooing over Madison. Yeah. And that's fine for me as a Spurs fan. We're all cooing over him because he's brilliant. But actually, points-wide, Odegaard has got more. So, again, but nobody's talking about Odegaard. Nobody's really even considering him um, uh, to, to bring in a team. So, um, he's he's a good one to think about. And then uh, Martinelli, I think that's a pot up, because I'm a uh, um, wild card in the game week later. I'm going to see what happens with Martinelli because mm. Martinelli, except point seven is, a, is another good option yep. as well. So, um, so yeah, I think there's plenty on the Arsenal side to have a look at.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I, I think Odegaard, I think we always get turned off because of the price.
0: And yes, that's the yes. one
1: we go, oh, there are better players at the same price range. Oh, there are better players slightly lower in terms of price range as well. And that's the one reason why. Now, we've seen in the last couple of weeks, Saka has been a saint and has been donating penalties these days. Um, so now we kind of know that Odegaard is kind of second on that list if he was to donate yep. penalties. So maybe that kind of increases his appeal. But you never know; it depends on the situation. But he has been taking a lot of shots as well in games, so I think yeah, he is yeah. worth talking about, even as like a second Arsenal attacker.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I mean, and actually, price wise, he's only like I say, he's only what another 0.3 yeah. more than Madison, yeah. as it were. So it's a it's an easy swap from that point of view. And I mean, I've been holding Rashford and Fernandez for the best part of the season, and they've done nothing yeah. so um, again it's, a, it's an easy swap so um, yeah I, I just generally don't know I just don't think we find Odegaard very sexy <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why so right. um, we, we probably need to change our change our mindset uh, with, with him a bit but uh, no I think he's he's a good one to, to think about
1: mm, fair enough um, now with Chelsea side Palmer taking pens at least for the moment wildcarders might be looking for this cheap enabler Think he's fine as an enabler, even though the fixtures aren't great.
0: Yeah, I do. So uh, going back to what I was saying earlier on, um, a lot of good managers, you know, Finsoley, uh, Hall of Famer one, he's gone to three four three. I think Matt Corbridge has gone to that as well. So really good elite managers have gone to three four three. So um, when I think about that, that means you need an enabler in midfield, and mm. I think Palmer fits that bill. He's he's four point nine million. Um, he's taken penalties. Um, I think Chelsea are only going to get better for mm. me. All right. So uh, everyone did jump on them under on the good fixtures, but I think it's just taken a bit more time yeah. um for Chelsea's season to get going. But there's no doubt for me as they go throughout the season they will improve. Um and I think we'll be kind of clambering uh for their for the players as we as we go towards the um towards the end of the season or kind of mid, mid to end of the season as well. So I think it's he's a good one to jump on. Obviously he's got talent, like I say he, he's cheap so I, I would um, if I'm going to switch to 3-4-3 he'd be the one that I'd look at as a as a naval perspective I mean obviously his main competition is Gordon from Newcastle mm. but I think he's still he's still quite a good one the only thing I just watch out well, I, I didn't notice he I think he had a dead leg during yeah. the international break when he's yeah. been in 21 so just have a quick look at the team news and make sure he's he's around just before you do put him into your team if you are wildcard. yep fair enough does Monday at the office feel like a storm? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Okay, next up, Sheffield United versus Manchester United. Now you held on to two United players. Maybe this is the game that you're waiting for. Uh, but for those on a game week 10 wildcard plan, do you think there's a potential one week puntable play in this week in this game?
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, Archer, Sheffield United. He's bound to <laughs> score against United. He's bound to score against United. No, uh, but no, I'm half, half joking. Might half joking. <laughs> no, half joking. Half happen. joking. Half joking. He could be. He could be a good punt. Yeah. Um No, I, 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 I don't want anyone to punt on him, All right, because okay. I feel that we, we, the the FBI managers have held on to these. Bruno and Rashford for yeah. all this time deserved that hole. Okay. So um if we don't if we if we don't get it and then people come in then then it's just not fair. We've pain. had lots of the pain. pain. Um no, but 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 it also this, I mean I think when I look at it, yeah, I mean, potentially, um, yeah, you you I think Bruno's probably the one that you could punt for mm. in midfield. I think he's uh, again <laughs> He's played very well for for Portugal during the the international mm. break. So, um, and they'll be looking to gain some momentum based on their mm. the previous uh, result as well. So he's won. Um, I still like Hoyland up front. I still think he's something's going to happen soon. Yeah. Um, uh, so I think he's he's another one. And obviously in defence, depending if you want to the punt there, I think the lot Again, I think there's 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 something there, I and mean, he's such an attacking threat as well. So, yeah, I think there's a, there's a couple there to have a play around with and, and, and think around with, but uh, but don't do it because, like I say, all the, all those managers I'd stuck with them for so long. We we deserved we deserved those points. Yeah,
1: yeah, I saw Rashford like last week. Maybe I could have kept him because I sold only for Sun. Now looking back at it, maybe I could have kept him. Uh, but it is what it is. Um, Now, I did mention at the start of the show about a potential punt that I was looking at. Um, And it's because my team... So I've got Cash, Udogi for this week in defence. And I have Botman. Now, it depends on Botman's injury status, whether he's fit or not. Because my fourth defender is Gwehi. Now, I don't really want to start Gwehi against Newcastle. So I prefer Botman being fit. If Botman is fit, I've been thinking about like a potential minus four that involves selling Morris and bringing in Hoyland. Uh, but it would have to be. I've just checked. It would have to be at the expense of selling potentially Foden, because I can't sell Embuemo because I don't have enough money, uh, and that would be for a Wolves player potentially because they play Bournemouth. Or
0: Neto? Neto, Neto or,
1: a or even a Ho- a Huang, whichever? Okay. Uh, yeah,
0: well, well you're, you're a braver man than me. I, think, <laughs> I mean, I mean that 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 that. I mean. Just in terms of who you'd have to give up. Um, yeah, so that's the thing. I didn't up, want gi- to give gi- up Foden. Giving up Foden, yeah, I mean, yeah. that would be... that's. This is the kind of game he'll he'll really annoy you yeah, and turn yeah. up and, and just put on a full yeah full right. show. So, uh, yeah, so for, for, a, for a minus four.
1: I didn't want to give up Foden. That's the one thing. So, I might not do it potentially, but we'll have to wait and see. It's very tempting, though, because knowing how yeah. Sheffield United have been poor in defence, it's a very tempting move. Um. Yeah. But if Botman is not fit, then I'll have to obviously look into the defensive side and solve that situation.
0: Yeah. I mean, one thing to think about is obviously that Sheffield United have been so poor at set pieces. Yeah. So that's what oh, draws me towards yeah. The, the yeah the ones you know, the set, set pieces. Hey, bring in Maguire. You never know. You <laughs> I mean, know. If he plays
1: <laughs> that is if you get news that he's playing. Um. Or I don't know. Casemiro is one who is always like pretty good at uh, arriving late in the box for set pieces. Yeah. Um, yes. so maybe him but I did see a rumour about him being injured so we'll have to wait and see on that I'm not really sure uh, but yeah, yeah. I, think, I don't know
0: I think we're stretching it now yeah, I think I we're know, stretching we're the gamble from... I think, I think I we started alright with Bruno and, yeah. and lot, etc maybe in Holland, but now, now we're talking about Casimiro I, no, I think we should we should stop before we go too far down the rabbit I, hole
1: I guess I'm trying to clutch, clutch at straws here to try and get <laughs> in <laughs> an attacking asset but yeah um, okay so that was that let's go into the final game uh, that we're going to discuss Spurs versus Fulham now, Spurs didn't impress against Luton, unfortunately for me, because I bought inside and captained him and it didn't really work out. Uh, but do we expect Spurs to do well in this game or do we expect another somewhat tight game?
0: No, I, I think I think Spurs, uh, to be fair, I think if, look, when I watched the uh, Spurs game versus Luton, um, if you think about that first uh, half okay. an hour... The You've way that, the the way that yeah. yeah well no the way that they yeah exactly the way they were carving them open, um if one of those goals had gone in you know if that famous kind of like Poro mm. had scored the, from the assist etc then, it would have been a completely different game um and I think we'd have got plenty of goals, you and I would have been rewarded for the Sun captain um no doubt about it at all so uh, I think I think it was just a game that was very much kind of changed they were unlucky and then obviously changed through the um. Right sending off as yeah. well, in the, the way that they, they played it as well. But uh, the Spurs are still, I think, top for XG in terms of open play. So, mm. um, and Ange Ball is just fantastic to, to watch as well. So, the, I think they're a really good attacking team. I think, yeah, Fulham um have still have kind of conceded quite a bit. I mm. think they conceded thirteen already. So they're still up there in terms of uh, in terms of leaky leaky defenses as well. So, I think we'll. The only thing that, that the only pause there would be again it's the the post international break game, so you're never yeah. quite sure with some of the players how they're gonna recover. Um and you know, obviously what they're gonna be like after after going off on, on, on duty as well. Although I did see got son got arrested for at least one game, so hopefully he'll um he'll be I, back in.
1: I guess the good thing is it's the final game, so you have plenty of time, I guess, when they come yeah. back to kind of like rest and everything. Um yeah. one thing I didn't edit but I probably might ask you now. Um, is because I've been building wildcard drafts for like game week 10, but yep. having Spurs players in there hasn't been much of a priority. Now, I have Madison. I've had Madison some time and I have value in him as well. But when I'm looking at that midfield that I'm building, uh, looking at the fixtures that Spurs have, or that at least until yep. like game week 14, 15 something, it's not yep. as great compared to some of the other players in there. But is there still a case to kind of have at least one Spurs midfielder in a wildcard?
0: Yeah, I think I think one is enough. All right, um, for me, um, and I can get the fact that you might even go without. All right, for for me, it's Madison. Mm. Um, just because again, people have got you know, think some value tied up on him. Um, he's central to everything that Spurs do. All right, absolutely. Um, and I think he's he's just ticked over nicely in terms of points scored. Um, I have no doubt. Um, he will play. Well, against he will, I mean, in terms of the, the fixtures, I think he's just again, I think he could be another season keeper. Mm. So, I think you could literally kind of have Madison and Alves, Alvarez that I spoke about earlier on, and he can use that on the basis of your, of your team. But, uh, but like you say, I mean, if you go around, then no real, then I think there are plenty of options, which is good. Uh, but for me, he's the one that I'm going to keep. Son, probably not so much just because mm. there's too many question marks about his fitness at the moment. He's he's kinda of regularly only gonna get 70, 70 minutes. Um for for that price, I think you can you know, you can downgrade him mm. uh to to a few a few more options. Um you will you will have to accept the fact you're gonna miss out on hauls. Yeah. So he's gonna be the one that gets the the mega hauls as it were. Um but I think you just have to accept that and like I said that allows you to, to downgrade to some of the other options, you know, you owe the guards and people yeah, like true.
1: That. True. Cause like uh, I yeah I do agree. Cause out of Madison and Son, Son will get that one week where he just goes huge, but Madison yeah. over the season will just tick over, tick over, tick over, tick over, and just like he might not get the huge ones, but he'll get you regular points every week.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now he's I mean he's he's just made such a difference to mm. the team. I did I did I to be fair, probably on my side as a Spurs fan, I didn't realize how good he was until I've got to see him more often. Um mm. And he just, the, 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 yeah, the way he kind of is, is central um, to, to a thing that we do. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Basoma out this weekend, yes. obviously with a red card, et cetera. So um, without that kind of protection around him. So um, obviously, Sao will be in um, and Hoiberg as well. So, but it just depends whether or not they can give him the same freedom as yeah. it was. So that might just be something just to keep a small eye on.
1: Cool. All right. Cool. Now let's move into the captaincy. Um, Interesting week for Captain C, since Haaland has blanked a bit recently, so it's given a bit more confidence to many managers in terms of uh, looking at other routes. Uh, But who are you giving the armband to this week, and who are the possible candidates for the armband this week?
0: Well, I think realistically it's going to come down to two, isn't it, really? Um, Unless you want to punt out of it. For me, it's Harland. all right? Um, Yeah, I hate the phrase, but he's due. (laughs) Is yes. <laughs> due is due something. Um, we've spoken about how Brighton are are leaky. Um, as well. Um, yeah, I think uh, the the order narratives. You know, in terms of City, want to make a statement after their defeat. Um, Harland. Um, obviously being top of all the stats table. Rodri's back. I think it it all points to to Harland. Um, Salah. Um, obviously again is the is the other uh, obvious option. He's he's been so consistent uh, this season, but again, um, I think Everton will probably put up a, a bit more of a fight. Uh, if, you, if you're superstitious type, it's the early kickoff, yes. so uh, <laughs> that that always that always puts people off. So I think those are the main two. I mean, if you want to go more punty around that, then you could look at another City player. I mean, you could look at you know Foden, Alvarez, um, Newcastle. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Trippier. Could be an interesting one. Um, crystal you, ice, yeah. You'd like you'd like to think they'd keep a defence against a team without a striker yeah. in Palace. So I think you've got those points linked in um, uh, already in place, and then if he gets the assist as well, so he could be a one just to you know if you really do fancy mm. punting out those two. Done
1: against Fulham? No. Yes.
0: Too no, extreme. to me, to yeah. me, to me. I, yeah, I think we've all been burnt, really, yeah. uh, from from last time around. So, uh, yeah, I'd probably, yeah, again, uh, I, I think that's probably a bit of a step too too far for me.
1: Okay, fair enough. Um, okay, now we have one question from the community as well, which I'm going to ask you. Uh, from David Eastorm. Uh, I want to bench one of the following: Neto, Bowen, and Hoyland. Oh,
0: that's a tough one. Oh <laughs> well yeah, he's got a strong team. He's got a strong Probably. squad if he's if he's worried about those those ones, isn't yeah. he really? Um I think Aldo is well after we've just been talking about I think Baron would be the one, possibly. Yeah. Um although that's that's a difficult decision just because I think Neto will Neto and is been on such good form. Yes, and he's another vulnerable. good one to yeah. yeah, another good one to think about from a um from a name perspective, if you're yeah. going to kind of like switch to a different formation. Um, Hoyland, I think, yeah. Uh, we're well, going on, what you've just said, you're about to take a minus four <laughs> to bring him in. So he's got to be in United. the team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that then leaves it, leaves us a default and Bowen, I'm afraid. Yeah. But, I think, uh, yeah. But that's a difficult one.
1: It'll probably be Bowen just because of the team he's playing against Villa. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's a tough one because they all have a good case for starting this week, to be honest. I don't yeah, know. Maybe it's someone that's not you. That's a player you haven't mentioned <laughs> that needs to be mentioned. Yes,
0: yes, yeah, yes, yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll be interested to in see what his team looks like yeah. if he's, if he's, if he's worried about that. Yeah. Then other people are have got bigger concerns about that. Yeah, indeed. So. Yeah.
1: But, uh, probably Bowen leaning towards Bowen. But yeah, um, uh, yeah. will yeah. be interested to see what the rest of the team is. Um, but yeah, that's it. Thank you for your time today. Do you have anything to plug?
0: Not really. No. I mean, obviously, uh, keep on reading the um. Uh, the the great and good uh, articles that I do for 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 Scout as as I go forward, but uh, yeah, no, just to kind of wish everyone well for the uh for the for the season. Really, mm. I think it's uh, it's been a tough one for everyone, and I think my one bit of hope would be, I've, I've looked obviously I do tend to kind of follow some of the better managers, and there's a lot of managers who are kind of outside of the um you know one point five million two million mark etc. So I think over half of the great and good who yeah. are pretty good are over one point five million. Oof. So I think. My point to you would be, it's going to be fine. Yeah, uh, We definitely. just need to, and there's plenty of time to catch up.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and you can also find me, uh, Football Chatbox, on YouTube, where I do weekly videos and a deadline stream. And maybe I'll be taking a punt, or I might not be taking a punt. We'll wait and see. Uh, but that's it for this week's Cloud the Game Week. Uh, we'll be back after Game Week 9 and looking ahead to Game Week 10. Good luck to you, Andy, uh, with the wild card as well. Um, and hopefully, green arrows to everyone. Thank you all. Thank you